The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to talk about building your brand's reputation and how to save it. Joining us is Chris Yoko, who is the CEO of YokoCo, an agency that advances the web presence of organizations driven by purpose beyond profit, aiding clients by helping leverage their web presence in a way that applies accountability to the process. YokoCo highlights the ROI of your collaborative efforts. Yesterday, Chris and I talked about managing your brand's reputation and how it's more than just creating product content. It's creating brand content that is mission-focused and also managing your reviews as well. Today, we're going to flip the coin and we're going to look at managing some of the negative things that can happen to your brand by talking about how to recover SEO traction after a blacklist event. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay. On with the show. Here's the second part of my conversation with Chris Yoko, CEO of YokoCo. Chris, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, man. Excited to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked about some of the good things you can do to help build your reputation. You mentioned Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And for the SEO community, when you're thinking about your reputation, you know, you start focusing on your products, the basic blocking and tackling, and you work your way up to having a position and a mission and creating content that is circulated through Google to try to get people to understand the purpose of your brand. You can also manage your reviews, get people to review your content. And in some cases, you might even be buying the reviews. Shh, don't tell anybody. Today, I want to talk about what can happen if you get in trouble. What happens if you're blacklisted? Then how do you recover your reputation? Talk to me a little bit about the playbook when you're managing through a blacklist event. 
Yeah, so uh, that tends to be something that catches people pretty off guard. I'll focus on Google for today, since that tends to be the one most people are most concerned about. And first things first is where possible, try to avoid it, right? It happens to us all. It's happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's unfortunate, but it's very true. So the first things first is if you don't have something like Webmaster Tools or Search Console, as it's called now enabled, that's something you want to set up because they tend to give you ample warning when something fishy is happening with your site. But a lot of people, if you don't have that account set up, or what ends up happening with most is it was set up by someone who was here at one point and isn't here anymore, and it goes to an inbox that isn't checked, and so we didn't know about it until suddenly we went to you know go Google ourselves and either saw that we weren't where we thought we would be, or we get that dreaded little red tag that says you know this page may be dangerous and learn more about that. And when that happens, you know again if you can prevent it, always better to prevent it. If you can't, however, there are a couple of things you can do to recover from it as rapidly as possible. We can kind of talk about the different ways that it escalates. If you think that makes sense? I have a sob story for you. Oh, all right. I was running a content site, strumschool.com is teaching aspiring guitar students how to play the guitar. And the goal of the business model was connect them to professional teachers for what now would be you know, FaceTime or Google Hangout meetings. And this was back before a lot of the video connection technology was there. And we had done a great job building content. We we're getting a lot of people to the site, but they just weren't seeing the ads. And so what we did was we moved towards a different model where we were basically just going to charge people to consume our content, move towards a subscription model. Mm-hmm. So I put up you know, what I, at the time the New York Times was doing this where you could have one or two pieces of content you could consume. But then when you click to the next one, there was a uh, pop-up that covered the page saying you need to be a subscriber. Something bad happened with that. And I basically went from 100,000 visits a day to like 10. Oof. What should I have done? Uh, yeah, in those kind of cases, did you have like Webmaster Tools enabled? Did you get any kind of heads up or warning about it? Uh, no. I guess when was this? I was actually in the midst of an acquisition talk and all of a sudden, traffic tanks. Oh, no. And I, I was not able to sell the business. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a shit sandwich. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for sure. So, yeah, uh, depending on when this was, because Search Console has gotten better about giving alerts now. It didn't always. So it might have been one that you just kind of got blindsided by. But whenever that happened, we've had a couple of folks that have reached out to us where the situation has happened. First thing is to figure out what the issue is. So a lot of times, if you don't have Webmaster Tools set up, you can log in and create an account and begin to see what's going wrong with your domain. They may also tag you and if you use Google My Business and you have your record associated, you can get an alert there to see exactly what it is that they flagged. They don't get super specific, but if you marry that up with any kind of recent changes you've made to your site, that's the first place to look. Is hey, have we changed anything? Mm-hmm. If so, great. Can we roll it back and see if that fixes the problem? Or if we haven't changed anything, it's to start to look for malicious intent. So in the majority of cases where clients have come to us, this is fortunately, you know, we weren't working with them before this happened, but started working with them after it happens, is we were able to go back through and take a look and Nine times out of 10, it's they stopped updating something like WordPress plugins or Drupal modules or something. And that ended up being the route somebody was able to get in there. And then maybe they hit a bunch of redirects for you know certain prescription medications or other sultry online contents that maybe people don't want to be associated with, or script injections that you know redirect people to different pieces of traffic and different websites. So being able to kind of detect. Whether it was something you changed or a malicious attack is one of the most important things to jump into first. 
then once you've got it diagnosed, we can kind of lean into what you do next. In your case, did you figure out what it was or what ended up happening there? No, I just cried and got a day job. (laughs) The, The God's honest truth is I was consulting while going through this acquisition project. And when the acquisition fell through, I just went to become a full-time consultant at the company I was working for. And then I took another job and the site basically just sat there and was never fixed. Oh, man. I know. It's a total disaster. Everybody say it with me now. Shit sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks. Yes, Um, it it truly did. Okay. Good lesson. Good lesson to learn. And hey, look, this was like 10 years ago now. It It was a while back. Maybe not 10, but it was a while ago. Yeah. Talk to me about when you go through these very traumatic, heartbreaking events, your reputation or your brand's reputation is damaged. Let's say that it's a malicious attack. Absolutely. And you know, that has a negative impact on your brand. Outside of the technical fix, how do you manage your brand's reputation and how do you start working on saving that? Yeah. So I mean, a couple of the first things you need to have in the playbook. And if you don't have this as an organization, it's worth carving out a little bit of time with your team at some point just to have some contingency communication plans. So if you're somebody that has a lot of repeat visitors, like especially if you're maybe connecting guitar students with guitar teachers, to be able to email people out to let them know, hey, there's an issue, we're aware of it, we're fixing it. If there was any kind of breach, knowing what to do in that situation and who you need to contact, and that starts to go down a whole rabbit hole of talking to security consultants and what you need to do if you actually had sensitive information there. But assuming it was just somebody got into something that was a file or a theme folder or something they weren't supposed to and they made a bunch of changes, the playbook then really turns into being able to recover. So you let out the communication, hey, we know this thing happened, Uh, we're working on fixing it, we'll keep you abreast of the situation. And then being able to fix the thing that was broken or changed, and then as quickly as you can, being able to resubmit into Google. And so if you've got those accounts, that starts to help. And I can kind of walk through the different steps that it would take from there. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. It's a little bit too traumatic for me to relitigate the decline of strumschool.com. So let's do that. Let's talk about what SEOs should do when they make a mistake (laughs) and something bad happens and they need to address it. What's the playbook other than running to your PR team and crying? 
So once you're done crying and then the fit is over, being able to then lean in, Google understands its reliance on all of the content creators that actually shows up for search. And without that, it doesn't have a business. And while they have a lot of options, if you were somebody that was ranking well, you had a lot of authority and impact to some extent on their business model. And they're not aiming to punish you forever. They were trying to make sure their customers weren't affected by a lapse or an issue within your environment. So if you've got those accounts set up, the first thing to do is you can, uh, in Google Search Console, you can resubmit all of your sitemaps for re-indexing. There's also where the warning tabs would have been to say, hey, there's an issue with indexing your site. You need to fix these things. You can say, hey, this has been addressed. Can you please check again? That'll kick off an automated process. And if you're okay with waiting, and it's not a critical thing, usually about 72-hour window, that'll get taken care of. If, however, it's something that's a little bit more urgent, then you can actually reach out. And it depends on how much traffic you're driving and how responsive Google will be to you. But you can reach out to the support team to say, hey, this is what happened. We fixed it. Can you confirm that we're green, good to go, and hopefully move things forward? And then it starts to be about recovering rank, which fortunately, in most cases, is doable now. Outside of the sort of SEO tactics of fixing the site, there is also the outward communication part. Let's say, hey, our site was under attack and some links were, you know, sending people to, you know, lose your hairs or fix your pee-pee pills. (laughs) Right. Like that's obviously uh, not a great user experience. How do you address like, yes, we had a security problem or, or yes, our content was impacted or something wasn't actually done by us correctly? Yeah, so I think you first need to own it. I mean, these things happen. People are aware that these things happen. So you need to own it. You need to let people know the depth of the exposure. This is something that hey, this actually affects your private information, we'll be following up with more? Or is it something where, hey, as far as we can tell, it was a lapse in this plugin, this security, whatever this thing we should have done was. And then, I mean, the second, it's like any kind of crisis communications playbook. You know, it's own it and then overcorrect. And it's best if it comes from somebody towards the top of the organization, whatever. It's something as public as the website. So, you know, having the CEO, maybe a COO, CMO, somebody towards the top of the organization be the one to release the statement, you know, email it out if it makes sense. And you're a larger organization, you need to do something like a release or something around it to take care of doing that as well. Just really get ahead of it and overcorrect. And then after your CEO makes the public statement, you can go back to crying about the lack of performance through SEO. <laughs> Absolutely. Then you can go back to your tantrum. Okay. <laughs> but and then in a lot of cases, if that's all it takes to fix it, it's okay, how do we make sure that doesn't happen again? And you've already put some of the protocol in place there. If you find that you are still struggling to rank, especially if you had like some fringe terms, then it starts to be a more intentional cycle of detecting what those were, benchmarking them against where you were versus where you are now, and improving performance. And some of that you can, you know, go back and forth with some of the folks that are available in terms of Google support team to talk about, hey, what other things might we have done or what was affected by this? They tend not to be very responsive about that, or they tend to give you pretty vague answers. But sometimes you can glean some meaningful information about that if you read between the lines and you know, then begin to apply it to whatever your tactics are moving forward. So if you've seen scenarios where something bad happens to a brand, their SEO is impacted, and it affects their ongoing domain rank, you know, I'm not just thinking about an individual page ranking, but the overall way that Google views your brand. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had a couple organizations that one ended up rebranding, wasn't paying attention to some of the domains that they had acquired and were moving towards. One that they basically had that was their primary domain for years and years 
they stopped kind of paying attention to it. It was mostly just housing a bunch of redirects, I think, through an HT access file. And somebody either, you know, leaked the password or whatever, and somebody got in there and was basically using a bunch of those redirects to then send traffic to, you know, again, hair and PP pills, and essentially got them to a place where Google started to, I won't say punish because who knows what their motivation was, but we saw a pretty drastic decline in rank for not only that old domain that they were associated with, but because so much of it had been redirected to their new brand domain, their new brand domain was suffering from both the loss of traffic and the seeming association with you know, unsavory content. So the last question for you is, all right, so let's say something bad happens and you, you, know, you get those redirects, somebody hacks into the site, your SEO tanks and there is irreparable harm to your domain once you fix the underlying issue. You know, what's the playbook there when, you know, you you have all your content, you have an established domain but a damaged one? Do you cut bait and try to transfer your content to another domain? Do you start over? What's the playbook when there actually is long-lasting damage? Yeah, so I mean obviously it depends a little bit on the organization, but in a lot of cases it's okay, once you detect it and corrected what you could, it's, you know, you've got to put on your big boy pants and do what you can to kind of slog through it unless you really want to go through the whole rebranding or moving everything over to another domain again. If it's really significant damage and you're just not able to drive the same amount of traffic and you need to have a more rapid response, then we have had some situations where it's made sense to move somebody onto a new fresh domain and just kind of let go of the past. But in a lot of cases, it ends up being something where, hey, you're going to have to lean into it. Yeah, this was unfortunately a black mark on the record. But if you can move things forward and be really intentional about the way you position the organization, eventually, you know, that haze will clear and you'll be back where you wanted to be. It's really a matter of how quickly you want to get there and what you're willing to pay in both like time and hassle to get there. Yeah. Well, Chris, hopefully everybody that's listening to this podcast avoids the the big blacklist penalties like I have not throughout my career. But I appreciate you coming and walking us through the playbook of what we should do when you are hit with a penalty from Google. Thanks for being our guest. I'm going to do it. Thanks. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Chris Yoko, CEO of Yoko Co. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Chris, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Chris Yoko, C-H-R-I-S-Y-O-K-O. Or you could visit his company's website, which is yokoco.com, Y-O-K-O-C-O.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, 
head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Oh, 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 o